Michelle is a musician with albums released as Everyone Except Me and artist behind the post-apocalyptic webcomic Stray Cats. She's kind, a bit shy, and furiously creative. Henrik is a filmmaker with over two dozen films and TV shows as producer, director, and occasionally host. He also released a couple of music albums. He's bombastic, larger than life, and tenacious almost to a fault. Together, they've been best friends for a decade. This show is awkward. So, Michelle. (laughs) What a fucking day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to need one of these. Yeah. It's a Diet Coke. You know we're getting cash on the show when Henrik has a Diet Coke on the air. Uh, um, so, I don't even know where to begin. Um, I've, you know, my life, like many people's lives has been thrown into chaos for over a year, Mm -hmm. uncertainty and worry and insecurity of many things. And, um, during lockdown, we started a movie. We started one movie that, um, is only languishing because I am languishing, um, one movie where I need to, why I have this beard, <laughs> you know, it's a movie, uh, where I need to film my part in it. And I actually had started debating just recasting myself because Aww. it was taking so long to get better. Um, and the other thing was we got, I got hired. So, okay. For people who are listening to this, who are, you know, very into my movie projects. I, during lockdown, I had two options really. Um, the options were, uh, find a way to work no matter what, like ergo starting like a webcam horror movie or starting like a really, what the other one was, which is a really small Western, mm-hmm. like incredibly small. Um, because we were trying to do it in November, but then the County surged and we had to hold off on the production for safety, for health safety. And I'm fine with that, but we had it crazy small, less than nine people on set and it was all outdoors. Um, which is a good way to, which was, I think we were doing enough except then while we were on break from weather issues, people got COVID. So then we were like, okay, well then we're going to have to wait a little while, you know, like, you know, it is what it is. So, but, um, that project I took on was for, and I don't mean this to sound cynical, but it was for money. You know, I mean, I make movies, I make movies because I love it and I make movies to make money to pay my bills. And the options were either find movies to pay my bills, find projects to pay my bills, or do something that is completely unacceptable, which is dip into the Babysitter Massacre Kickstarter money, Mm -hmm. which has been sitting and waiting for the films to be shot. Yeah. And, but that's been hard because, you know, a lot of the people who backed the Babysitter Massacre Kickstarter are rightfully so frustrated um we had uh, uh one of the main cast members had a, had a sudden very serious death in the family and it threw production off and then literally <laughs> uh the end of may was when we were tentatively going to start babysitter massacre 2 uh but that was planned in january of 2020 mm-hmm. uh so you know it didn't that didn't happen and uh but so people have been frustrated and stuff but it's hard because then they'll be like you know well why is the uh, you know i heard on your patreon you're starting a new movie or whatever and it's like that movie is to pay my bills because otherwise i have to spend the money that i'm going to spend on that and it's very but that's you know if it's like 
It's like, you know, um, using a finger to plug a hole in a dam. And then, mm-hmm. but then there's another hole and it's like, uh, so you plug that one and it's like, but then you can't plug that hole because you only have two arms in there. That's kind of what it's like, to be honest. You know, it kind of feels like that. Yeah. I mean, I would suggest not using your fingers and using like, like, a, oh, I was going to say like flex seal. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, that's, that's like saying like, oh, uh, you know, you're, you're driving like a junker car. It's like, I would recommend like a Mercedes Benz, but you just, you know, Okay, okay, so Flex Seal isn't as expensive as a car, but I do understand. Compared to my fingers, Flex Seal is infinitely more expensive. Yeah, okay. I mean, literally, because my my fingers came with my body, Flex Seal is literally infinitely more expensive. Because compared to zero, any amount is infinitely more expensive. But how much are your fingers worth? I don't like where this conversation is going, Michelle. Um... You're making me nervous. Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> so no. So that's what I've been dealing with. Mm-hmm. And with the Western, which I'm doing for hire and my producers have been incredibly generous with the fact that, you know, we had to shut down due to COVID and then we had to stay shut down due to my having COVID. Um, none of us could have known that I was going to be sick so long. And still be to some degree sick. Um, I mowed the lawn today. It went overall well, but I can tell there's stuff wrong with me when I, when I um, walk the dogs or go for a, you know, just a long walk or mow the lawn or go up a bunch of stairs or any of those things. I can tell that there, um, there are things wrong with me. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry. It's like, it's hard not to get emotional because I, I hate saying like there are things wrong with me. Um, but that's, that's precisely what's going on. Like medically, there's just stuff wrong that needs to get right. Yeah. And, um, but I hate it because my reputation is being, um, is, as is, you know, having wherewithal, mm-hmm. you know, my reputation is being the kind of person who, you know, who can take it and get back up. Cause that's always what I've done, but sometimes it's hard having that reputation yeah. when all of a sudden, you know, um, all that happens is all that feels like happens is my body failing me all the time. I feel like that's all I ever do. And, um, and it's not like, this is all ego because it's not like I'm dying. It's not like I have a terminal illness, but some days it's hard to tell my my sense of self that, you know? So uh, I got news today uh, that um, a member of our cast who cannot be replaced um, is not available. In 30 days, they'll be gone for five months. So the options are recast and start the movie entirely from scratch, which is really not an option. Um, financially, uh, or get the movie done in the next like 32 days. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be honest, I'm not ready physically. Um, and I'm, I'm scared of that. <laughs> I, I mean, um, making movies is, you know, 10 hour, 12 hour days on your feet when you're a director and walking and pacing and moving and lifting and, and, and just constantly. Mm-hmm. 
And it's hard. It's hard work. I love it, but it's hard work. Yeah. And on top of my diminished lung capacity and my occasional sudden fatigue and, and, and all of that, I've been sedentary for months and I was already sedentary for months because of lockdown, but now I'm, I've been sedentary for months because literally at the harshest of my recovery, all I was told to do by everybody, by doctors, by friends, by everybody was please rest, please rest, please lay down, please sit down. So now I'm sitting here, you know, and I'm like, okay, it's time to, you know, show what you're made of, man. And then there's a part of me that's like, I don't know what I'm made of. I mean, uh, it, I mean, if, if I, if I could say some stuff. No. Okay. No, please, please, please talk for the love of God. Please. Talk. Um, you know, like it, it's really hard because everything is incredibly unpredictable just in life in general. You never know what you're going to end up needing to do. And it doesn't mean that you're not resilient, that this is happening and you're not failing anybody. Um, no one's like, oh man, Henrik has like. That like long haul COVID. Ugh. I knew he was weak. Like no one, no one. I'm sure somebody that. has to think that. Well, I mean, <laughs> like maybe there's some really shitty person who's like, I don't believe in COVID, so he's just decided to <laughs> to get it for like six months because you know. But in general, people aren't you know like it's just it's, it's not good. But like nobody's like, oh man, I I really liked him before he got sick. That's the way I feel about me. I'm like, I really liked him before he got sick. Oh, but it's different, I think. Well, when you're when your reputation is resilience, getting really sick is really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, when I had my gallbladder is- issue, um, I didn't feel like myself for months. Even when I was fully done mm-hmm. recovering, yeah, I just didn't feel like me. Yeah. Um, I felt weaker. You know, I felt like I, 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 I just. So it's hard because it's like, you know, do I still have it in me to do this? And I I mean, yeah. If I ask my brain, yes, I do. But if I ask my hate brain, maybe not. And that's really hard. Yeah. Um, I mean, sorry. No, please, please say, say, say something. So, please, for the love of God, talk. Um, um, <laughs> you know, what? I think what I was going to say was like, like, just i mean i know it's not really possible but if you could like if this if you start and you're like wow this is really really difficult and stuff i'm not telling you to stop i'm just saying like be be kind to yourself because you know you this is something unfortunately that you don't have a lot of control over um and that sucks i don't like not having control over things so i understand but like th- this is one of those like where you just like you're only going to hurt yourself if you um if you you know take it out on yourself that you're not getting better faster um and i appreciate that a lot i do i know it doesn't really help though but i mean but you're right you know but what does that matter but i mean what i mean is like um we're taking we're we're making plans to try to make this easier on me Mm mm-hmm um, trying to, we're going to try to, this is something unheard of in my filmmaking career. We're trying to add days to the production when generally the goal is always to remove days to make it as short as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, right now we're looking at a four day schedule and we're debating making it five, maybe even six, if it makes sense. Sometimes it doesn't, you know? Yeah. 
so that our goal, Rachel's the producer on it. And Rachel, her goal is to see if she can get it down to seven hour days so that I'm not just wrecking myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. but c- can we do that? I don't know. Um, I don't know. Uh, I know that I'll probably rise to the occasion cause I always have in the past, but this is so different. And so, and I just wanted it to be on my own terms. I, I thought I'd be ready probably at the middle of June to do mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, okay, well, that's great. Well, instead you'll be finishing at the beginning of June. Yeah. <laughs> so man, my nose won't stop running. Um, you know, on the plus side, when we started shooting in November, days were really short. So we had to get up really early. At least now I won't have to get up really early. You yeah. know, we'll be on set at like nine mm-hmm. and we'll have, and if we need it, like if, if we have like a weather setback or, or something like that, if we need it, we'll have sun until almost nine o'clock in, in the night. So mm-hmm. we'll have like, you know, if we need it flex hours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be hard because I'm not good at pacing myself on a movie set. Um, I mean, on the average movie I do, I produce, direct, and camera up. Um, so that's an incredible amount of work. Constantly moving, constantly thinking, and it it takes it out of you. <laughs> it makes you tired. I mean, I love it. I'm addicted to it to an extent. Um, but, the, but the longer I go between doing it, the more I remember how hard it is. Yeah. And uh, – that's you know that's a challenge um i'm going to be asking basically every friend in the area if they'll please come, if they can come to set any day mm-hmm. and just do any help you know just hands help so that i'm not hiking because we're shooting outdoors we're shooting it's a western we're shooting you know i have to hike into a prairie and that's where we're filming and then at the middle you know at lunch we all go eat lunch and then we hike to the other side of the prairie to shoot for the rest of the day i need to not i'm notorious for like hiking back and forth from like production to where we're shooting mm-hmm. to get things and and you know manage everything and i can't do that i i like once yeah. i get out there it'll be like okay my i'll have like a walking quotient you know, and, and so I, I, like as weird as it makes me feel, it's like I'm going to need people to literally just be able to go get the bottled water mm-hmm. uh, to go get <laughs> whatever. And it just it's funny. I mean, on the plus side, you know, now most of us are vaccinated and most of us are, um, you know, and, and just COVID in general is is different. So I can have a bigger crew, at least. That's a nice plus. Yeah. You know, because yeah. when we started, the idea was to have as little people as humanly possible. And now it's right. like I need the opposite. I need like I'd like there to be like five people helping instead of two. Yeah. <laughs> and that makes a big difference. So uh, yeah, if you're listening to this and you're one of my pals in the Dayton area and you generally have weekends free, you should send me a little Facebook message and let me know if you would like to come and hang out outside with a bunch of people dressed like cowboys and help me out. I would appreciate it. Um, but uh, yeah. And Michelle, if you're not doing anything, you know, you're, <laughs> you're more than welcome to drive eight and a half hours out. And, and Honestly, I really wish that I could. <laughs> Um, I know you do. I know you do. Um, you're a good friend. You really are. Um, not good enough to drive out. Apparently. I I bet you, if I like made an impassioned case that I desperately needed you to, you would though. Yeah. Yeah. But I, it's not worth the level that I need help is not worth what you would have to do to do it. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to put you through that. 
okay. You know, if, if I was like vomiting blood or something, I don't know why I went to vomiting blood. No, but, I'm know. not coming. I'm scared. <laughs> but you know, no, no, no. So, so it's, yeah, it's not, it's going to be all right, but uh, it's hard. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, it is, it's just super duper fucking difficult. And I, to be honest, you know, as, as we're recording this, I'm like, this is really more of a phone call <laughs> between us than it should be a show. Yeah. But I'm doing, I mean, I may as well put it out there um, because I try to be, I try to be as candid and I try to be as, um, as authentic as I can. Um, and I don't know how much more authentic I can be than talking about the fact that I feel fucking, you know, broken and... <laughs> and uh like i'm not good enough so and like uh you know and a little scared yeah so whatever um so this might be a short show i don't know how much longer i want to talk about all this um but i know something else we could talk about no somebody has a birthday yeah in like well while we're recording this it's in like two days but uh, when people are hearing this, it will have been two days. Mm-hmm. So, Michelle, yeah, how old are you turning? I don't know. <laughs> you stopped counting. Yeah, I get confused. Did I ever tell you the saddest, so the, the saddest, lazy thing about me? Have I told you that when people ask me how old I am, um, sometimes I forget. Yeah. And I, instead of doing the math myself, which is too hard, you know, with the months and everything, mm-hmm. um, I just go on Wikipedia because it has oh, a, right, yeah. a thing that automatically calculates your age based yeah. on your date of birth. So I will literally, people are like, how old are you? And I'll like type my name into Wikipedia really quick and be like, oh, 34. <laughs> Especially like that first three months that you're a new age, mm-hmm. you know, because it's a little hard to to keep up with. My My brain does the opposite where it like. As soon as I turn the age, it's already like, okay, you're the next year. And then I get confused as to, <laughs> to which one I am. Yeah, your body's, your mind's just like, no, 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 you're closer to the grave than that. Mm-hmm. And you're yeah. like, hey. <laughs> but um, I wish I could come and see you for your birthday. It just it doesn't quite work right now. That's okay. Um, I, I know. But I'm glad you're going to be doing things with your family. But it's going to rain and be 57 degrees, so I don't really know what we're going to do. You like it cold and wet. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Um, But uh, I just wanted to wish you a happy birthday. I mean, I'm going to wish you a happy birthday on your birthday, too, but I want to wish you one here. Thanks. You don't have to wish me a happy birthday on my birthday if you don't want to. Of course I do. Okay. Of course I do. I'm I'm very proud to be your friend, and I uh, like celebrating your birthday. So thanks. <laughs> it's like, see, I was like, well, I've been so uncomfortable the whole show. Time to make Michelle uncomfortable. Happy birthday. <laughs> and you're like, oh, God, no, no. So but I highly recommend everybody here listening. Uh, send Michelle a happy birthday. Um, you know, however you want to send it to her. I will include her address, phone so number you- and social security number in the show notes. Oh, man. <laughs> I was hoping you don't have to give them my social security number. I was just going to say like address, just come punch me. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but they could give your identity a punch by having your social. It's not the same thing. Uh, I had my dentist office call me today and be like, "Hey, just so you know, um, you haven't paid your health your uh, health savings account in two in two and a half or three months. Oh no, or whatever it was. It was something like that. And I was like, 
uh, and I was like, oh, why is this my first notice? Um, it's from when my credit card or my debit card got stolen and I had, oh, it, had to have it canceled. Okay. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, I think they I think they might. I was in a good mood that day, so I didn't ask questions. I think they charged me a fee or something because oh, it's like, well, it couldn't have been that big of a fee because I pay twenty nine dollars a month and I pay I, they, I had to pay them seventy one dollars to get current. OK, yeah. so that's not that bad. Yeah. Um. Well, you know, it is like when you when you have a fuzzy version of a number in your head, mm-hmm. like you just kind of like it was 70 something. And I'm like, man, that's almost three months. And then when I say the actual number, I'm like, actually, that's two months and like ten dollars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's not too bad. But I got current with them because um, this is a very exciting thing to talk about. But uh, my dental health savings account, what it does is I pay twenty nine dollars a month in and in exchange for paying that in, I get two cleanings and one x-ray a year. It ends up coming out to like $20 more than paying cash. Okay. But it's every, it's spread out over the whole month and I get 20% off all dental procedures. It's always good. Which I mean that, you know, if you need a crown, that's a, that'll save you a nice bit of money. You might mm-hmm. save 80, 80 to a hundred bucks on a crown, yeah. depending on how serious it is. So I do that. It's a little bit easier. <laughs> Because, well, especially because, you know, uh, I used to always have to go like, ah, when they'd say like, we recommend a x-ray this month, this uh, visit. And I'm like, ah, mm-hmm. now yeah. I'm just, they're just like, time for your x-ray. I'm like, I like it this way. Like, mm-hmm. it's just already done. So, and when you leave, like, you don't, you don't have to, you don't get any paperwork or anything. They just say, have a great day. And you're like, thanks. You know, mm-hmm. um, so that's all nice too. Instead of having to settle your bill at the end. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, I'm glad that you're caught up with that and stuff. <laughs> it was the last goddamn thing. Mm-hmm. Like I, I reset my fucking uh, auto stuff, which I love that. I like my auto insurance, but I love that when my card was declined, instead of calling me or emailing me and saying, hey, your card was declined. Do you want to update your whatever? They just send me a letter that says, hey, if you don't pay this by... You know, June 1st, you're no longer a client. And I'm like, Jeez. that's what I know. I, the only thing that didn't make me mad was that it did say like June 1st. And I was like, oh, that's like a, that's like almost two months from mm-hmm. when they sent me the notice. But I was like, why is this notice just saying like notice of canceling your fucking membership? Yeah. Why? Like, do you think my cards declined? Because I just hate you guys so much. I didn't call you to cancel anything. I just canceled my fucking debit card to fuck you. Like, you think that's why I did it? Just to fuck you. I like my insurance. <laughs> like it's it's like uh, they they're the guys who like call me and go, "Hey, we got your insurance cheaper," which weirds you out uh, deeply. Does. But um, uh, <laughs> well, obviously they only care about you when you're paying them, and as soon as you stop paying them, they they're ready to just throw you out. Since I feel like business. that's the case in a lot of situations. <laughs> But it was just, yeah, it was just weird. It was like, maybe, cause maybe, maybe that's just standard that it just says like, unless payment continues, you must wish to cancel. Mm-hmm. But to me, I was like, why am I getting a notice that this will cancel on this date? Just because my card was declined. Yeah. You should have just called me and been like, Hey, your card was declined. Update mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. So, um, and the other thing is that they mail it to you, even though I'm on a paperless, I guess they have to mail it in paper if it's a cancellation notice. Yeah, probably. And, but it's like, um, I got the notice and I'd already updated my card online, mm-hmm. but oh. like, you know, not soon enough. Like cause yeah. they already put it in the mail, the yeah. magical mail, the pony express brought it in. So 
<sighs> Man. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm having a rare week. Um, how's your week going, Michelle? I don't know. Like, not like good or anything. I'm on my anxiety medicine, so I'm actually doing a lot better than I was like four hours ago. Oh, good. Good. Um, and um, I'm drinking a Diet Coke while I record. So while you're talking, I'm like quietly burping. Oh, and they yeah. All, and they all taste like uh, hot dogs. Like like good hot dogs, like sausages, like like smoked okay. Because so- that's what I had for lunch, thank God. Otherwise, it's like it's like I don't know why they t- they they taste that way, and then I just fall over in a seizure. Uh, <laughs> but so I'm enjoying. See, it's lemons out of lemonade, so I'm like, well, at least I get to enjoy these sausage burps, you know, throughout the show. Yay! Oh, <laughs> uh, but no, your day's not too bad. That's fine. You went to Walmart. Yeah. How was that? Not good. I was looking for uh, like a cup holder insert so that I can put to have a bigger container in it. And I got one on Amazon and it fits my my giant my giant water bottle, but so snugly (laughs) (laughs) because I can't get it out. (laughs) So I like tried. On the way to the home inspection that I went to yesterday, I tried to like do it. And then I was like, oh, it actually like the actual cup holder just comes out with it. So I was like, I guess I'm just using it like that. But I would that just, just use it like that. It didn't really work because it uh, like made it kind of like awkward. And then mm-hmm. it, then it, then I like put it back in and then it like just fell and <laughs> went somewhere. And then it was still in there when I found it. So <laughs> so Walmart said maybe they had one and i was like oh i'll go and i'll bring my my mug so i can see but then i didn't bring my mug so i just had to measure with my hand (laughs) and they didn't have it i don't think i looked all over and then i got really stressed and i left i mean i got other things but uh. (laughs) well uh you did just drop something interesting so you went on this was your first shadowing of a home inspection right yeah the first one as like a trainee yeah. Yeah. Cause uh, so how many do you have to do? I have to do forty <coughs> hours. So I, I I'm assuming that's like um it's like maybe fourteen. That's not so. that bad. Fourteen's not bad at all. I mean, except that my brain is just telling me that it's not really sure what I just no, you know, like thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, that should yeah, be yeah. about right. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not too bad. No. What, well, I don't know anything about home inspections. In fact, I don't even know what a home is. Uh, no, but, um, I think that was hilarious. Um, no, I don't know what, um, a home inspector exactly. Like, I know what they, what they do, but I don't really know what they do. I've never like had a home inspected. You've never like been there when somebody inspected a house. We, you gotta, uh, like, we got our house and that was a big deal. We never sold it. Mm-hmm, right, you know like right. i live i live in the house now that my mother had bought and i rent it now but so we never sold it so we never had a home inspector you, you never had like you never went to your mom's home inspection when she bought the house that she's in now she didn't she moved in with her husband oh oh yeah and then. he's had that and he's lived in that house for 32 so years. there's no home inspection <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry um i'm sure that we had a home inspector inspect this house mm-hmm. but i was like nine yeah or 10 years old yeah. So all I remember was that he looked exactly like Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. I made that up. I know. I mean, like entirely. 
<laughs> but no, so I don't, I mean, I know that they like walk around and look, but in my mind, I'm like, huh, well, I know so little that could take between 25 minutes and six hours. Yeah, it, you know? it took for the condo, which was easy because it was a condo and dumb because it was a condo. Like, I don't have anything against condos. I, I just do. think that they're boring. And <laughs> and it was there. It's a really boring home inspection, too, because they don't you don't get to, like, talk about like the roof or like, why is that gutter falling off? Which it was, but it doesn't have anything to do with the tent, you know, the person who's moving in. So, yeah. Um. So so it only took two hours. Um, but the inspector that I was shadowing said, of course, yes, the day before, which I, I wish I was on that one. He was at a a house that like, he had to do like a sewer scope of, and then, and then he had to like do, uh, inspect a pool as well. So it took four hours and I was just like, man, I wish I was on that one. And he was like, because he said something like, oh, this is a good one for your first one because it was easy. And I was like, I didn't want an easy one. <laughs> like, this was so boring. Like, everything was fine except for, like, a couple of things that aren't a big deal. See, uh, that's why I'm glad, like, uh, I'm just glad because when you first said, like, you needed 40 hours of home inspection, mm-hmm. right? I was scared. I was like, oh, God, is that, like, 50? Yeah, yeah, like, 50 houses? I was like, that's a lot. But, like, 14, 15, 16, that's really not that bad. Somewhere right, because because three hours times, uh, you mean divided by no three times like like thirteen is thirty nine hours. Mm-hmm. So yeah, thirteen fourteen. Yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah, ballpark butt math. So um, but no, and I I don't like condos either. A friend of mine was talking about buying a condo. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like buying condos or apartments. I don't like the concept. Well, it's the same thing. So. I know. I, but I'm just, you know, they kind of feel different marketing wise. They say yeah. they're different. Yeah. Like, my mom yeah. says that apartments are when you rent them and condos are when you buy them. But I just think they're all apartments. So. Yeah. I mean, my cousin bought his apartment and it was not a condo. It was an apartment. Yeah. Um, but it's horrible because uh, when you because well, you know, because you live in a duplex when you share a wall, mm-hmm. it's that's one wall it it's different like that wall is solid it's there's it's actually separate Mm -hmm. yeah you know but in apartments obviously like if your upstairs neighbor just uh lets their bathtub overrun they're flooding the place you own yeah you know like it it, it, and that's actually literally what happened to my cousin sewage flooded his apartment that he owned and the and the homeowner's place that he paid like four hundred dollars a year to was just like and he was like, how help? And they were like, and he was like, but you, all you exist for is like this. And they were like, hmm, that's so, interesting. So he moved the fuck out and sold that place at a loss just to get rid of it. Cause wow. he was like, but you know, but there are plus sides too, because he owned his apartment. His mortgage was like $220 a month or something ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I mean, around here, things are very affordable anyway, yeah. but that's like crazy affordable. So he had like a little one bedroom apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was paying so little. That's why he bought it because it was like the rent would have been, you know, 600 or at the time, like this is like 10 years ago, 600 or something or 500. And it was like, or $225 and you own it. And it's like, and then you're just responsible for everything, mm-hmm. including the things you have no control of, like how your neighbors treat shared walls and shared plumbing. And so, yeah, I'm surprised about that. I mean, I guess that's not an issue for the HOA. Like, I guess it's like, it's a combination. Like you got to 
take care of your ceiling and the, they got to take care of their plumbing, but I'm not well, really sure. The tenants actually, well, uh, the problem was the tenants actually all like gathered up to sue the HOA of that, of that complex after all of that. Oh. No, no. They were like just not doing their fucking job. Okay. Um, <laughs> but that's made me go, you know, I think I want like a house. I mean, <laughs> I would, I could handle a duplex. I've lived, I lived in a duplex once. Um, but we didn't own it, but we we were renting it, but we lived in one and that wasn't as bad as an apartment. Are, I mean, like it didn't hear the neighbors as much and stuff like that. When you say duplex, do, do you mean like, you mean like, um, like a townhouse or I mean like a townhouse. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. I, I know you, madam inspector of homes to be, you know, has to slam all this terminology to make it sound like you're so much smarter than the rest of us. But uh, no, I was talking about a townhome. Yeah, just a, mm-hmm. yeah. You know. I mean, they're okay. I mean, there's definitely going to be less problems. But you know, anytime you share a wall with somebody, it's a big deal. Um, well, your wall is like stone. But I can hear my neighbor. Yeah, it's like concrete. I mm-hmm. think. Um, he like he's he's like a really really good neighbor, and he mows my grass, and then I mow his grass and stuff. But he runs up his stairs really really fast and loud stuff to do and i guess they're like wood they're not like they're not carpeted so like i hear them like every once in a while i'll also hear like music but very rarely but it's usually Mm. just him running up and down stairs yeah and then like i can hear his laundry whenever he's doing laundry Mm. which is all the time well i'm not and i'm not (laughs) i'm not doubting that there are drawbacks but i mean like compared to apartment where you share like more than one wall Mm -hmm. with more than one other person yeah yeah uh and stuff like that no yeah no thank you for yeah. me personally um i'm done with apartment living i just can't i can't do it i haven't done it in so long i'm good i we used to my apartment in jersey i had so many up my the turnover rate of the upstairs neighbors was insane um and at one point i had a, a upstairs neighbor that my roommate and i were convinced that they move furniture for fun <laughs> Maybe they did. No, I mean, no, because like we would be like listening because we'd be like, what is that sound? And we hear like thud. And then we hear <laughs> like guys just giggling and then like, <laughs> and I was like, are they rolling like a dresser? Like rolling it even though it's square? Like, <laughs> like it was like they were doing that for entertainment. And I was like, this is fine. Ah. <sighs> But I'm not going to lie, like, I remember podcasting there and getting too excited, making too much noise and hearing, like, them stomp on the ceiling and Mm -hmm. being like, I hate that feeling so much. Because I'm Midwestern, so I mostly just feel bad Yeah, that I was loud. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. Sorry. No, no, what? What were you saying? Um, I was going to say, I had, when I lived in my last apartment, um, I found out my neighbor could hear my radio. And she like came down to talk to me about it or like left me a message. And I was just like, oh, my God, I'm just ruining someone's life. (laughs) Pretty much. I mean, uh, but meanwhile, like when I live in a house, it's like I'm going to have my buddy over to bring his drum kit, you know, like Mm -hmm. fuck it, you know, (laughs) just do it. Um, (laughs) But uh, and yeah, so and so there's no complaints when I'm recording audio books at like, um, you know, 130 at night. And it's just like, no, please. No. And I'm like, ha, 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 nobody cares. I mean, shit. I'm positive that I could be a murderer because when we did Babysitter Massacre, all of the torture scenes in Babysitter Massacre were just in my kitchen. 
And they were like, we'd had full days of just like girl after girl screaming bloody murder and begging for their life and take after take. Nobody even looked at me weird. Maybe they just, they just know. Um, oh, either, I mean, yeah. either that you're a murderer or that you make movies, one of them or both. Uh, or both. Yeah. I don't know. But I, I just remember thinking like, wow, well, I guess there's no snitches in this neighborhood. That's good. I mean, they probably couldn't hear much either. I'm very surprised how little sound really travels um, outside of a building. It depends on the building. Oh, well, well totally. I mean, these are all brick houses. Mm-hmm. Um, so that helps a little bit. Um, but like, even like when I do my movie screenings in the backyard, which I'm waiting in excitement for when the weather gets warm enough to start doing that again, but, uh, just side note, but when we were doing the screens in the backyard, I was always worried that it was being super loud and bothering the neighbors. Mm -hmm. And so what I would do is I actually had the movie playing and the projector going and the sound up the way we like it. Mm -hmm. And I actually like went inside my house because I'm the closest to the speaker, even though the speaker is facing the other way, I'm still the closest to the speaker. I couldn't hear it like at all with the door closed. Like, like I have to listen. I was like, do I hear a movie? You know, and then I got up and I just walked out to the front of the house and just kind of walked around the property. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't really hear it. Which then only awesome. made me think, man, then how loud is the fucking music when the house three houses down <laughs> is having a party and I'm just listening to their music? Yeah. Um, but uh, but no, so I think it's not as bad as I think it is. I think it doesn't. I think that like 20 feet to like the next house. I mean, like the speaker is up against the wall of my house facing toward the neighbors, but the neighbors like 25 feet away or something like mm-hmm. that. Maybe more. I think that's a long way actually for that sound to travel. Yeah. Especially like because, you know, I mean, if I wanted to talk to somebody from touching the door, the back door of my house to get to communicate with somebody at the back door of their house, like my backyard neighbor, mm-hmm. I would be like, hey, you know, I wouldn't be like, hey, how's it going? They'd never hear me. Right. So but it's hard because I get paranoid, especially because we're like watching them at like 1130 at night. Yeah. I'm like, oh, God, I already warned my backyard neighbors, my new ones. Mm-hmm. I was like, we watch movies out here and stuff. And they were like, oh, it'll be fine. And I was like, all right, well, here's my card. And if, if we're ever too loud, like text me and ask me if we can turn it down or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we'll try our best to, you know, be good neighbors. So um, but yeah, I'm always paranoid that like we're too damn loud. Um, One thing that helped actually is instead of increasing the volume of the sound, we increased the quality of the sound instead. Okay. We went from using this little 10-watt speaker that can get really loud to using an old sound bar my buddy Keith just had laying around. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a big speaker, mm-hmm. so it can be really loud, but it's really clear. Yeah. You know, it has like super high clarity. That's the good word for it, clarity. And I noticed that that made a huge difference. We were watching movies and the volume didn't even need to be that loud because we could hear it clearly. Cool. I yeah, it is cool. Yeah. <laughs> but uh uh I guess I'll be okay. I appreciate people uh taking, you know, the beginning of the show with a, you know, with a plum cuz I just needed to get that off my chest and talk about it a little bit. Yeah. You're making a face. Oh, I was waving to gigs. So. Oh. <laughs> you waved to your cat? She, yeah, because I, I didn't want to say, hey, Giggs. So I waved to her so she know that I acknowledged her because she came downstairs. Chicano has uh, crammed my foot into his armpit, I guess. Aww. And he's just laying there like, I don't know if I want to sleep or not, but I'm going to lay on your foot. 
Um, <clears throat> so anyway, I, uh, but no, I appreciate you, Michelle, cause you, you, uh, took my phone call when I was struggling with this information and I appreciate everybody who's working really hard and everybody who's supporting everything. So I'm going to, uh, I'm going to go rest for a little while okay. and then think about what I'm going to do next. Um, I guess I'm going to start endurance training. Okay. Like immediately mm -hmm. to see if that's, a, if I can even do it. Yeah. I, Cause I really don't know. Like you can do it. I mean, I probably, well, I'm just, it's just, yeah. Sometimes I, sometimes I think I'm all good and then I get gobsmacked with, you know, the sick feel again. Yeah. So, but I'm going to work on it guys. And I hope nobody thought this was too negative. I'm ready to try to do all this stuff. I have my doubts, but that's probably because I'm slightly not as stupid as I thought I was. <laughs> so, um, but, it, but really, I think that I'm going to leave the last 15 minutes of the show to you, Michelle. No, no, I don't have anything to say except that I didn't plug in my computer and it, I'm waiting for it to say that it has 10% battery left <laughs> so I can freak out about it. And in a way, isn't that just a metaphor for life itself? Yeah. Is that the ice cream truck? Yes, it is. Will you get me something? Um, no, I don't have any cash at all. So, I'm, no. If they don't take credit cards, then that is some bullshit. I, I don't know if they take credit cards. It's 2021. They take credit cards. It's a Mr. Softy. They take credit cards. Mm. You just don't want to get me ice cream. I don't. I mean, I could get you some and I guess just mail it to you. I mean, yeah, priority. I'll just put a stamp on the package. <laughs> and that'll take that, right? Contains ice cream. <laughs> and they'll be like, is this, is there any food in here? And I'm like, no. No, no. Contains one ice cream cone. <laughs> Thanks for listening. You can email us at thisshowisawkward at gmail.com or go to awkwardshow.com or whatever. See you next time. <laughs>